Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. There's an epidemic out there that is crushing America. Hundreds of jokes are told and are never heard. These are jokes that want to come into your life and make you happy, make you laugh, make you feel joy. Stories, glorious stories are told. No one will hear them. These stories will go on and just disappear over time and have no life. And that is not a life that we should be living in. For just three cents a day, you can become a Patreon on the Cult of Dave Network and listen to jokes and stories and give them a home. These jokes are here. These stories are here. Just waiting, waiting for you to love them as much as they will love you back. Consider becoming a Patreon on the Cult of Dave podcast network today. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. That is a cheap chair. I don't want you to fall backward and smack and bust your head open. So something good for ya. and welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. And I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff. And across from me at the table, we've got Captain Nunn. What's up, y'all? And today, we actually have a full house. We have the Buzzards of Fuzz with us. Hello. 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 We're not doing that. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Jim. already a thing. <laughs> I'm Van. I'm Ben. And I'm Chuck. Chuck. I was going to say, one of the first times I think fully meeting you, of course, Van, Ben, we've met each other multiple times, hung out many times. So, what is your current role in all this, sir? Uh, I'm a drummer. Excellent. I make loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, you guys have a show tonight at the Evening Muse. By the time this comes out, it's going to be too late. So, oh, well, we're not really... This, not it a was a great it. show. Yeah. It was fantastic. Legendary. <laughs> <laughs> and So, since you guys do have a show tonight, of course, we had to pull you guys in and have a little bit of fun. So, of course, just thank you guys for coming in. I consider you guys con- dear friends. Absolutely. Actually, really some, of the, some of the first few that... Um, actually really gave us a chance and talked to us in Atlanta. It was kind of like yeah. you guys and the stir, Andrew Evans and all of them. It's like kind of both of y'all kind of kind of came to us at the same time. So when I think Atlanta, it's like the buzzers of fuzz and, you know, now like machines are just kind of what I think of. And yeah. I just I really appreciate you guys friendship. So yeah. I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there and kind of boost you guys up a little bit. Because sure. thanks, really. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. good. Because we really do appreciate My you guys. My three sizes. <laughs> it was so tender, wasn't it? <laughs> so how many uh, how many days prior have you guys been on the road before now on this little run? I think we have four under our belt. Yeah. Five. Yeah. I think this is four shows. Yeah, four yeah. shows. Enough. Four yeah. show. Four show. Four show. <laughs> well, if you count tonight and we're in the future now, could then be it'll like, be five. <laughs> who knows how many shows? It'll be a w- like a week. 
later by the yeah. time this episode comes out. Have yeah, y'all okay. done a week-long runs like this before, or is this something y'all just do on the regular? So right now we're doing kind of like a weekend warrior thing for these. Gotcha. Uh, so it's just like split up that... Um, I mean, you know, for the next few, two or three, two months, we've got every Friday, Saturday filled, and then we just travel back and forth. That's kind of what we're trying to do, too. It's really nice. To <laughs> <laughs> the ghost just fucked with your chair oh, again. Oh, my God. Every episode, someone has a fucked we up chair. Forward. You gotta scooch forward. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. We're not selling any ads yet to get quality chairs. <laughs> yeah, if anyone knows of a uh, chair company that wants to sponsor the show, if you're listening we, to have a, we have a constant issue with our chairs, so it's like if someone wants to, you oh, know... Flies down. Hold on. Don't look at my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I look It's an audio medium. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It was just like what a, a transition. That's someone that wants to get in the chair metal or anything. Chair, chair metal. metal. It's really. What would that be? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's if you cover the floor crowbar. in drum triggers and you just drag heavy chairs across the floor as <laughs> yeah. chair metal, and okay. then someone in this like you have like chair doom metal where it's just like dragging like a heavy chair. <laughs> you go real slow. Yeah. And then like, and then you get like speed uh, chair metal which is like, you know, Does rolling chairs. Like, <laughs> like, uh, rolling chairs. I was about to say, are we talking yeah, roller right. chairs yeah. or uh, folded chairs? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you get interpretive chair metal which is just throwing chairs onto the triggers. <laughs> chair metal. Like Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well forget buzzards. Let's, yeah, really. Let's move. Let's with crack I'll, open that chair metal egg and make dude, chair I've been metal collecting lines. chairs for months and you guys didn't even know it. I'm gonna start a I'll start a chair metal podcast. <laughs> House of Chair. <laughs> my name is Cherith. <laughs> You know, now that we've brought, we've put it into the universe, someone's gonna do this now. <laughs> you will buy that. you chairs. I no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna do this also, whole chair yes. metal thing with the I triggers might buy and you shit. chairs. I think you're worth it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I did take account the other day. There are six chairs in my bedroom. I've got Why a so lazy boy. I've got uh, one drum throne. I've got a ceramic stool. I've got uh, a bar stool. I've got uh, really like it's like a all in your fucking, bedroom. Uh, it's all in my bedroom. I've got, like, I live in my own chairs, town, six man. Six chairs. I like was cleaning my room. Shit. I was like, what the fuck? Why do I have six chairs? Why am I figuring this out now? I don't remember bringing any of these in my fucking room. It feels like you only really chairs. need one chair in the bedroom. Otherwise, just lay the fuck down yeah. or use the bed as the chair. I mean, you have a really big no. comfy chair right in the middle yeah. of the room. I was thinking, yeah. I don't. I guess my wife has like a makeup chair at her. Like well, vanity, that has a purpose. I, we don't have a, any chairs in our bedroom. Actually, there might be seven in my room. Next. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now you bring my room into the picture. I got no chairs in my bedroom, man. What's up? You want to share? No, man. This, this ain't no Share charity. the chair, boy. It ain't no charity, my guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Chairman Chow. Stop it. <laughs> chairman Chow. Jesus. You can call me the chairman. <laughs> I'm a chairman of the board. Did you just, you just wrote a chair metal song? Yeah. <laughs> First one ever. <laughs> I don't know how how he invented the genre and you beat him too. <laughs> well, actually, I guess we're all you off already. Yeah, innovation works that way. Man. The movement will die when there's a Christian chair metal band. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he was a carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't stand. He sits. Or no, he doesn't sit. He stands. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
hey man, hey man you want to sit down no, I'm good <laughs> <laughs> that's why I knew I wanted to do this episode <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Do, is that basically all that happens in the bus is you constantly think of puns? Because that's, that's all this episode has been so far is we'll, we'll think of a phrase just, and just roll with it. Because before, the, before the microphone even came on, we went down this whole rabbit hole of what coconut flour was. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to even try to rehash it. That was just a moment it's thing. Not it's not even explaining. It, well, it, it, yeah. I laughed. We're, I thought we're it trying funny. to get him out before we go see Molly. Yeah, uh, she doesn't like this. She's going to tell us to stop, please. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's rude. It's your sense of humor. That's, that's yeah. part of the reason I've like, loved you guys and want, uh, appreciated you as friends because you've always made me laugh. Oh, and to me, laughing is an important part of life. It is, you know? man. It's good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why well, you think I've got this fucking great bot? I don't eat good. No. What the fuck? I live on pizza. So if you don't have cut abs, does that make you a sad... Instead of the bitch, I, you know, like, I think you just I found know. out I was depressed, man. <laughs> Call that the Dan Harmon scale, just wow. like how round you are is you know, how much you laugh. Dude, I'm about as skinny as Alex is, but I still get a dad gut every now and then. I go, Ugh. That's all the beer you drink anyway. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> exactly, it's still depressing. It's like, oh man. Quit drinking. I've been, <sighs> I've been told gin is better for you. It is. Yeah, I- <laughs> I hate gin. I gotta drown that shit in tonic water if I'm gonna drink it. Well, then you're getting hydrated, man. Yeah, that's true. Right. There you go. That's, that's why you gotta look on the bright side of life, man. Yeah. Don't be like, I'm I can't drink it. I gotta have tonic water with it. You do gin, but it's gross without it. <laughs> Say what? Gin and ginger ale. Yeah, mix together. Don't tell them. I just missed that whole thing. The <laughs> cat's in his own world. <laughs> We're being a fancy adults and talking about gin over here. I don't know gin. I could never really do gin when I when I did drink. It was primarily whiskey, like any like Soco lime. That was like my cheap choice of like anything. <sighs> the secret: cold gin. Hey! I know he's. And she's pointing at my kids. All right, people, now listen. Yeah. <laughs> How oh many people God. here like the taste of alcohol? Hey, I, uh, I don't want to say anything bad about Kiss because I like them. And uh, I know you guys have been feuding online. Okay. Oh, it's just silly. <laughs> oh, no, you like them. If you don't like them, it's fine. No, I absolutely love Kiss. That's the... I, I was kidding. Just, I okay. Okay. He can't be mad at him at this point. Yeah, I can't, man. I, I don't, I, I don't, not to, like, break it wide open, but I, I don't care if they're lip-syncing. I don't care. I, I wanted to go see it. I just couldn't afford yeah, it. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we really don't either, but at the yeah. same time, it's one of those deals where they're just, hippo- they're just hypocrites. That's the thing that irks me about right. it. Ben I don't know. Let's kids. let's look at it from let's look at it from just a performer view because we we've been looking at it maybe from like He's a kiss point of view or whatever. But it's sure. like as a performance, it's, it's like cool. if you're paying money to see a concert, I don't know. It just it, to me, it just feels cheap for any band oh, to yeah. do like you know act like they're doing something and it's fake coming through the speaker. It's like, unless they're being totally upfront about it, going, "Hey, look, you're basically coming here for the act." You know, and it's not just Kiss and Motley Crue. It's like a lot of touring bands oh, well, now it's too. Kind of accept. I mean, like on on what you guys and we do, like we have to, and I, I kind we of have look, to learn to sing. <laughs> I, I look at music in those in those kind of periods, though. Like a band like Kiss at one point had to be about their absolute truth, right? Like they had to write really good songs, which is the first step. 
they had to really master their instruments, and I, I believe they did. I mean, I you know people can say whatever about whoever. I think Gene is whatever, an extremely underrated bass player. I think they're oh, all yeah. great players, and I like I like their music. But I I think that you know later on it became. Uh, you know more about the production and you know I think that that's cool too how to it's, save the brand it's one of the coolest shows I've ever seen and and I couldn't uh, I, I can't remember if I was like stuck at a show like working or if like I just couldn't afford it but it was probably a combination of both because those tickets were outrageous yeah and uh I just didn't make it out for whatever reason, and I'm real bummed because I don't <laughs> think they're gonna come back. Like I, I know do, kind of have that. Uh, they're gonna, from the way it looks, they're overseas right now, but they're gonna do a secondary market run. Yeah. So it's like the, the, at least that's looking at the pattern of like their tour schedules. They'll hit all the big markets, you know, do all the big sellout stadium or you know whatever shows, and then they'll go overseas, make their money there. By that time, the U.S. has had enough of a break, and they'll hit like secondary markets. So they may hit like Greenville this time around and but, shit like that. Yeah, I'd they, come they, out to they, that. They do have a Charlotte date for sure. So. Yeah, they've still got. Uh, they haven't played that one, have they? I haven't. No, I think it'll be like August or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So they'll be back through, and at least in Charlotte, come around August and. Unless I can just get cheap seats for it, it's like, I don't know. It just, I've seen enough live video and people are just like, oh, you can't judge the live video. I've been to live shows like, and I've watched live videos. I understand the difference. And guess what? I've also played the live shows and I, watched the live videos of thy live shows. I understand the difference. I can still look at that and know what I'm going to be getting into. And it sure. just, I don't know. Just to me, it doesn't feel like a rock well, band anymore. And you've seen Kiss already too, right? Yeah. Yeah, then that, that was it, on the Motley Crue tour. And with that experience, were they, <laughs> were that they doing was really it? Fun. Yeah, were they doing it then too? The back? No, okay. no. Kiss wasn't doing any sort of backtracking. Motley Crue sure as yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> and I could hear that clear as day with the shit seats I had. I was like right next to one of those real big uh, speaker columns, and it's like every time they punched in like a scream, shout, <laughs> or like a whoa, yeah, and kickstart my heart. It's like <laughs> you could hear it like clear as day through that fucking speaker like album version yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they went back to the masters pulled the fucking album woes and yeahs and like triggered them in there and I had like, that DVD Ugh. and it was very obvious from the mixing in that too yeah the only thing Kiss did is uh, I heard a couple bombs go through the uh, speakers and I was like oh okay <laughs> so I'm like that's alright there's a lot of fireworks going on anyway if you want to add a little sweetener underneath that I won't yeah. I can't. <laughs> there goes the chair Mikey fix the chair yeah. Mikey's on chair duty like you don't have to do that. Like, I, uh, I it's it's my fault. <laughs> I have to sit with it. Sit <laughs> in your own mistakes. <laughs> Cap's pulling out his phone. What's he much. doing? I, do I got a bail in a bit, y'all. So oh, I'm you just got checking a bail. my time. I guess Mike, you'll sit in on your place yeah, at that point. It I got seems to go kind of quiet. I guess to go play get fiddle some. <laughs> you gotta play so get nice. fiddle. What you doing? Uh, playing with uh, Kelsey Ryan. This is set number two for the day. And uh, just kind of just running around like the maniac that I am. So, because <laughs> at this point you've got fill-ins, the super jet thing, and now enough. Now Kelsey's actually going out and playing live, Play. so she's getting ready for the record. Yeah, playing some local shows. Don't really have anything out of town yet, but uh, Booker's hit us up. <laughs> he ain't listening a... to this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this far in. No. <laughs> Our friends are listening to this point, <laughs> and that's who we make it for. What's up, you guys? <laughs> Dude, I believe in chair metal. <laughs> all right seriously so, so the, the drum triggers so how big would they be and could we 
what sort of different sound effects would we want for the chair metal? Is it going to be strictly percussion, <laughs> or is it going to be sound effects when it hits the triggers? Because we didn't go that far. All whoopee cushions, right? There's nothing more. Well, at least more the black. beanbag set. <laughs> <laughs> Beanbag said, "How would you go about that one?" So, this is, this is different kind of chairs, cushions. Is that like the yacht rock of uh, chair? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this really cushy chair rock. Right? <laughs> Super cushy. Yeah. Chair metal. <laughs> I just, just got that it was a hair metal joke. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was literally from there to this moment where I was like, oh, that's similar to, oh. <laughs> cool. Oh. I was just all well, like, I'm glad that I we thought this was all surreal. Very quickly so you could hop on with us. Yeah, man. I'm back in, you guys. <laughs> so not we got only- a subgenre of the subgenre now, too. <laughs> So not only with Buzzers of Fuzz, you've got uh, A-Rippin Productions going on. Yeah, I work for A-Rippin Production. It's a production company in Atlanta. Um, I'm a partner there. It's a very Excellent. cool uh, place. Uh, it's me and Amos and Cody and Mark, and we just uh, try to help. Uh, the, the goal is to make Atlanta relevant. Um, not that it's our responsibility or that we're the only ones doing it. Right. It's just about making the bands we want to see come to this town you know and, 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 and the lord's work bringing a lot of international acts that's that's yes. i gotta say that's mostly amos and cody i don't know a whole lot about metal but those dudes are encyclopedic i think what uh cap's referring to is the hank von hell spider yeah, yeah, oh that, yeah yeah that, it's coming up you guys coming to town lucifer Definitely. and all awesome. that too man yeah the yeah. first one got you know postponed it was a bummer but uh yeah, but, but it's like as much as a bummer as it was, now he's coming back. And I don't know if you've heard Spiders yet. I've been a fan of them for no, a good yeah, while. I gotcha. yeah. And when I, mean, I, I saw was... they were part of the bill too, I was like, ah, oh my God. Okay, we have to fucking go now. Because <laughs> <laughs> before it was like, man, it's not Turbo. It's still Hank, but I still want to see it. The new record's really cool. And it still does Turbo songs. Cool. Oh, yeah. of course. And it's like, and I looked at live video. It looked good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> So it's like I'm like yeah I wanted to go but as soon as I saw spiders on there that that's one that I, I really can't pass up that dual bill. So we almost had them with uh, we had Chrome when I like when I first joined up and they yeah, were yeah. supposed to be on that and it fell through which is a shame but uh, yeah super rad. Due to that damn shutdown, <laughs> yeah. to the point you couldn't even get a visa cleared. It's, you <laughs> yeah, know, that was a whole thing. That's uh, insanity, man. Like I. I, I feel like we're all, we're all working, and there's like Royal Thunder got stopped going into uh, Colorado or Colorado, Cal, Canada. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Atlanta. Uh, but yeah, that's a bummer Country to see, man. Colorado. You guys know how much we put into like Absolutely. going somewhere, and when something it costs us money, it costs all of us money when we go somewhere, and you know, luckily we don't have to deal with a whole lot of borders. But right, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's just not cool. No. And with acts like that that come through Scandinavia, they can only afford to play like maybe a handful of shows in the States anyway. Right. And the fact that he's uh, adding this many dates on too is pretty remarkable if yeah. you ask me. Yeah. 
Uh, we're we're excited. Yeah, we're always thankful anytime one of those you know international bands roll through. Even like something like Airborne, that's from um, uh, Australia. And it's just like I, I wish more folks would actually come out and support that kind of shit because it's like like what you're saying. It does cost a lot for bands to come over and play that shit. So it's like if you genuinely enjoy it, you really do need to come out and support it. And that's that's and that's why I definitely wanted to bring attention to a ripping because exactly what you're saying there. We love that, and that's part of the reason we wanted to start the show. Is yeah, like you know we cool. we put you know indie bands at the end of every episode so it's like you know it's always a chance for us to show off our friends you know because sure, it's like yeah, you know screw it at iTunes and you know Spotify they have copyright restrictions alright cool screw it we're going to promote our friends that want the promotion you know not right. the labels that are going to be like don't use our clips for your show it's like fine we'll put our friends on and we'll make it inclusive and it's, we'll have a good time with it it's such a weird thing too uh, because I, I don't even think you know like a lot of those bands when we're promoting them mm-hmm. and we very much have the right to use their music and ads and whatever and Facebook will pull it uh, Instagram will pull it they'll tell us that we can't use the artist's music to promote their own show yeah, and so we That's have crazy. to ask them not to mute it, and it's a back and forth thing. But as you guys know, when you're promoting something, like you need it, like I, if I'm posting it right now, it's because it needs to go up right now. Yeah, yeah. You, you you thought about that, right? <clears throat> you know, and and I think that's something else that I've always appreciated about you too is. A lot of people, when they go about their business or their brand or their band or whatever, it almost seems like a hobby to them. But it's like you really have to put a lot of thought into it. And sometimes people don't realize how much thought goes into even making a simple show announcement. Oh, sure. The time of day even it matters, you know? Absolutely. So it's, so it's like for Facebook to immediately step in five minutes after you make that posting and make it invisible, you know, that, that really does suck. So it's like we, we always want to make sure and, you know, help promote you guys in any sort of way possible. Okay, does that happen a lot? Damn, yeah, basically, any if you're basically using any audio that's not your own that you've created, right. and it's a larger band that's going to be looking for that stuff to flag. It's, it's not even them. So what it is is they have these algorithms now that will, you know, just like so when you're in a bar and you hold up, you're like, I don't know who this is, and you hold up your phone. Right. Um, that was invented. I read the book. The guy who wrote it, he used to be uh, a. Uh, like an executive, a record label. And then right. he d- dropped and went to school for neuroscience and created this whole crazy algorithm where he could map songs. And this computer could listen and tell you what the song was. Like Shazam or whatever. Right, that's where all that came from. Um, and so that was originally like meant to help fans to find music, which helps bands. And then now they can use it to say, well, we want to protect this artist's copyright, which again is good for bands. We don't want you know anybody misusing your stuff. Right. But if it's being used to promote you, and they have no way of knowing their computers, you know, it's 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 not even a malicious thing. Don't it's just, blame the computer. <laughs> they're they're they just androids. It's just a simple know. machine. Yeah. It's not a learning computer. It's just a our computers are friends. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it depends on who's who's doing it, and then even then, how much they thought of it's it's just like the law. If there's more and more rules, mm. uh, those rules have to be applied to different situations and they have to always work or somebody's screwed yeah damn just as we're getting rolling I gotta bounce y'all that's awesome (laughs) well now we get to bring in Mikey's weird brain into this equation I think we should all (laughs) say I'm getting hard at right now change places alright I'm out of here also, y'all are cheap bastards not wanting to see Guns N' Roses with me. <laughs> Fuck you. Guns N' Roses is a shit band <laughs> anyway. Hey, brother. Hey, we'll see y'all later tonight. See you there, Alright, Mikey, work your way oh, in here, buddy. Oh, <laughs>
Yeah, you get a cushion. Look at you. Oh, oh yeah, look. I was going to sneak oh. in and try and now get everyone's the like here. scooting in. It's feeling yeah, a little more official now and shit. Oh, oh. shit. I mean, everybody's got a stool. I mean, that's just a normal part of, you know, being alive. <laughs> well, depends what type of stool you have, Chuck. Well, I mean, that's why you always got to watch what comes out of you. Because, um, you know, you can learn a Is lot this a from... PSA? Yeah, you can learn a lot yeah. from the stool that you uh, distribute into the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> Say how much stool are you distributing? Yeah, you know, just go down to the local. I mean, I knew we were just distributing chairs already, but we already moved on to stools. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mikey, what's new with you, man? Go, you've already hopped on here. Hello, what's up? Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Double cough. Uh, you know, just working. Yeah. Writing new riffs because. I'm sick of the old ones we just recorded. So. <laughs> Much like you. you. You don't seem very excited about all this anyway. About what? Podcast? No, the music. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm tired. <laughs> My excitement's on the inside. Let it out, man. We gotta be seeing some buzzards tonight. We're gonna have some fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know that you guys had the uh, EP that came out recently. Any new material possibly in the works? Uh, yeah. No, we're, we're actually retiring after this. <laughs> retiring? <laughs> God damn it. We, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. We're, uh, we got uh, indoctrinated into the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, shit. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. We're the, the first band ever to not be important enough to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to be on it. In, I mean, did you put in a it. sticker in there or something? Or? No. <laughs> sticker in the bathroom? No, we were in the Rock and Roll Hall just, of Fame. Just put <laughs> the thought out into the universe is really what happened. Yeah. So yeah. now someone's going to hear this and be like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, hot damn. He's just laying we, We've been big It makes whole sense. Speaking. Eagles? Buzzards of fuzz? I mean, uh, birds. Not eagles. Beetles aren't birds. I was going to say beetles. Beetles are like bug birds. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're right. They have wings. they got beaks, Come on, man. Yeah. I don't think they have beaks. They have mandibles. Those little pinchy thingies. Yeah. Grabby, grabbies. Yeah. Grabbies. Unfun bitey bits. <laughs> <laughs> the kind you don't get your genitals near. <laughs> Fire ants and balls. What are the nuts in my soup? What are the... I'm glad that you gave me the first oh way God. I was gonna try to interact with one. On the way here, we stopped at a restaurant uh, in in Knoxville. God, what the hell is it called? Aubrey's. 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 Nicest people. Yeah, and our, and our nice. server, she was amazing. Uh, but oh, we asked, so been asked what kind of soup they had, and she said some sort of almond soup. And she said, you know, it's very good. Uh, I just don't want nuts in my soup. Just <laughs> off the cuff. Like, not even think about it. I crack up. He starts laughing, and we're just, like, it reading our menus, and we're like, yeah, that is an odd choice for soup. And, like, <laughs> he's over here, like, like Beavis and Butthead, nuts like, falling soup. apart. You know? <laughs> she walks off, and he's like, you guys. <laughs> it was, like, four minutes. He was just like, nuts in my soup. Nuts in my soup. I don't want nuts in my soup. I don't want my nuts in somebody else's soup, nor do I want soup that had nuts in it. But it keeps them nice and warm. I mean, that potato soup was hot. Man, I That I might know. be effective birth control. If you raise the yeah. temperature of the testicles to a certain degree, then you can't, like, it kills the semen. So you want everyone to have soup nuts, is that what you're saying? <laughs> 
I don't want anybody to do anything they don't want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm just, just throwing out an idea. Right. A, this is just medical science. But. Well, it seems a lot cheaper than birth control. So. You're at a girl's Sorry. house. She's like, wait, wait, you got protection? You're like, yeah, hold on. You walk out. She hears the microwave. <laughs> it's going to be about two minutes. <laughs> Is that a can of Campbell's in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Jesus. I've got the soup on the go. That's probably one of the worst things I've ever said. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, just like it's horrifying, just stupid. So you get for your like high sodium or low sodium mix? Well, I mean, look, man, you can get. Progresso. I mean, how salty do you want your balls? <laughs> Progresso Norman does it's pretty good on sodium, man. I like some Progresso. I mean, you can get the third sto- sodium uh, Campbell's. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And it's concentrated. You never My know balls that, were what else that's for you. sweaty and salty. So, you know. <laughs> I, I kind of felt like we were getting away from balls and talking about soup, and I was excited about that. Balls. <laughs> balls, balls. Well, let's talk about balls. soup then. What's your favorite soup? Um, I balls. like a good uh, minestrone. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 what's you your say minestrone? Yeah, and what's your favorite soup to dip your yeah. balls in? Oh, gosh. I, it'd have to be creamy, I guess. <laughs> Some sort of clam chowder. <laughs> a good bisque. Yeah, thinking, yeah, you want a bisque with a little sherry in there? <laughs> Italian wedding soup. Wind and dine your balls. Italian wedding soup for my balls. <laughs> you gotta treat your boys right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dip your balls in it, man. Like going you gotta to your right. <laughs> Just for the record, uh, I did look. It was chicken and almond was the soup of the day. That, it was you know, I kind of no. wish I'd tried. So it wasn't I mean, cock and nut, it, cock and nut soup. It wasn't broth and <laughs> testicles. <laughs> that was not. Hey, soup. That's a real missed opportunity, Aubrey's. <laughs> cock and nut baby. soup. <laughs> Cocoa nut soup. Oh! God, we are idiots. It's just some flower power, man. Balls. <laughs> All right, Ben, what would your soup, favorite soup be then? If we want to go down the soup route. Oh, gumbo. Gumbo? Is gumbo yeah. a soup, though? It's a... It's it's soup. Excuse me, sir. Is gumbo a soup? <laughs> I thought it was like, like I thought I mean, gumbo was a gumbo. Its own category. Yeah. Is is chili a soup? Yeah. You fucking bitch. Answer <laughs> <laughs> that question, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, man. I'll stand for all chilies rates and all gumbos rates. If they want to be soups. They can be. If they Look, don't. It's 2019. Be, if if, if a soup wants to be soup, soup that's cool. Though. But gumbo is its own category. No, gumbo is definitely a soup. It's not like jambalaya. Wait, or wait, dirty wait, rice. wait, wait, wait. So, so what? What would be your difference between gumbo and jambalaya? The amount of rice. Well, jambalaya. I know, I know a little bit of seasoning more difference, of a but stew, right. which could be a soup. Wait, is a stew a soup? Like a rectangle is a square, but a square is not a fucking rectangle. <laughs> Fuck you. Got that backwards. That's that's I think what I'm getting at here. I think yeah. you're starting to understand. Yeah, angles, ninety degrees. Soup. Where are we going with this? Come on, man. Don't be a fucking hypocrite. What's the difference between a soup and a stew? Or is a stew just another soup? I you think the fucking stew is the categorically square. oppressive asshole. No, the soup is the square. I don't know. Like you're like, oh no, it's soup. Everything is soup now. God. Racist. With so what, what, what would you <laughs> tell Gumbo to sit in the back of the bus, man? What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Come on. 
<laughs> you got to walk, boy. Soup. <laughs> Do that! Don't do that in my gumbo. I'm not doing my gumbo anything. will walk free. Balls. <laughs> Put my balls in your gumbo. What kind of soup do you like, bud? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Are you what, more what of a stew happening? man? No, I like I like soup. I can. Uh... You a dumpling pumpkin? No. <laughs> you know I'm gonna be just a basic white bitch and say. Fucking chicken noodle soup. Dude, there's a reason it wins. Any, Everybody any day of the week, I will just skip for the salt, put my balls in it. <laughs> <laughs> Absorb it through osmosis. That's how I eat my soup. Ballsmosis. Ballsmosis. Ballsmosis? Wow. Yeah. The cellular membrane, also Does known as ballsmosis, also have like a staff, and it's like, you know what I mean? You're making it. We're going for a dick joke? Yeah, I know. We're going for a Moses joke. And you didn't with use the noodle? Ballsmosis. Yeah. Moses balls soup. Yeah. <laughs> it's local balls. <laughs> <laughs> so Mikey, what's your favorite soup? <laughs> God damn, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with ramen noodles. <laughs> now that uh, one, I will nice, question if dude. that's a soup. Are you talking like you went to a nice place and they had it like it's already soup form, or you're like breaking it up and like? <laughs> That's a good point. Powder and our, water. Because if you're adding boat, the water... It says ramen still... noodle soup on the package, man. Yeah, but is it... <laughs> that one doesn't contain any water when you get it. Why are you looking uh, at me? Because well, I'm Asian? Yeah. Fuck you! Well, uh, so no, you said... It, it, it was actually because I felt like... Free water. You were the one that had something to say about whether it could be a soup or not. Well, I don't okay. want to call you a no, soup no. Nazi. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's like... Uh, you were deciding whether things were soup. Well, okay, so, so with... I, 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 I see where you're going with it but at the same time milk and cereal right that's cereal soup based on that mentality because then the flavor of the milk changes you know you're like i'm eating some fucking cocoa krispies motherfucker now i got chocolate milk too so where is oatmeal oatmeal is more like a stew what the fuck is wrong with it it's not a soup it's a different fucking thing. It's fucking soup, dude. What did you put it's your balls in? It's not Fuck you. No, I wouldn't put my balls in oatmeal. <laughs> Absolutely. That's disgusting. What oh, my God. Have, like, uh... What about goat meal? <laughs> well, that's just a different thing altogether. Go- oh. Goat meal? What the fuck is goat yeah, meal? <laughs> you had a goat's milk goat meal? Goat's milk goat meal. <laughs> <laughs> There are rails and we have... His nickname used to be... No, this is fantastic. Don't you dare. That's fine. We're balls. (laughs) Okay, well, what about, like, what about, like, what if you had to pick a soup to put your balls in, though? Uh, Whose soup would it be? (laughs) Well... (laughs) Now now we're getting into, like... Is this, like, a Goldilocks thing? Like, there's a big one. My balls are too hot. I'm gonna try the next soup. I really like the extra medium suit. <laughs> I almost don't want to tell you this, but when we were at Aubrey's and you went to the bathroom, I chose. I found a hair in that. Was that you? <laughs> That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. <sighs> Did you get all the potato off your balls? <laughs> Just for the record, it's a also. big potato. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Is that because I'm Irish? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. Okay. Do a oh, So who's soup would you dip your balls in? 
<laughs> whose, whose soup would you dip your balls in? Oh, uh, God. Um, hmm. Alive or dead. And don't say oh, Hitler. Oh, because that's just like an obvious thing. I'd put my balls in Hitler's soup. Everyone would put their balls Obviously, in Hitler's Obviously, we'd all course. start there. Although, with all that kinky shit we always hear about, he'd probably like it. Last thing we heard, he liked his like cousin shitting on his chest or some weird shit. That yeah, that's some diarrhea. Right. It's, almost like, it's almost like he would hate it more that if you didn't like put your true. balls in. <laughs> God, I don't know. There's only a few people that immediately come to mind, but I don't want to like say on the show. Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi. I really don't know who soup I would dip my balls in. <laughs> You've, this has probably been the hardest I've laughed in probably months, and I've been mentally derailed. So I've just been just like, fantastic, yeah, better than any shake weight. This is the, <laughs> the fuzzard workout, man. It's yeah. The fuzzard workout. <laughs> Lord have mercy. 90s we gotta make Jerry this more Seinfeld. often, though. I would dip my balls in a '90s Jerry Seinfeld Why? because then he'd be like, "What's the deal with these balls in my suit?" <laughs> and then. He would like write it into the show, and I'd be like, "I gave Jerry Seinfeld that ball soup joke." Oh man, and it would loop and it'd like be on all the way. Yeah, it'd be on the fucking sayings. Yeah, I could start at the beginning, and then at the end, someone else, like everybody, would be oh, dipping man, their balls. balls in my soup. Lost season seven. Oh, balls in my soup. Okay, there it is. I changed it. It's the the guy who uh, wrote Lost. That's J- where I did it. JJ Abrams. Yeah, sure. <laughs> No, he, he, only, sorry, he only piloted it. Whoever right. wrote yeah, yeah. the last 30 minutes of Lost. Whoever wrote the last <laughs> season of Lost. Yeah. Get fucked. That, like, that was one of those shows where I was heavily invested, but whatever season happened after they turned off the computer or whatever, mm-hmm. like they finally typed in the code and hit enter, some rumbles happened, then basically fucking nothing happened. That's when I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You had me on the numbers. Yeah. You had me on keep the shit typed in, and then that, that was a shit payoff. I watched. The, we all we had every. Oh. We all got together every week back then. We were in a different band, but we got together to practice and instead watch Lost. Uh, <laughs> no, we would still practice. We just would watch Lost afterwards. I don't remember rehearsing at those times. I just remember watching Lost. Yeah. <laughs> We'd watch Lost and eat Taco Bell. Uh, That's what we had do pizza. It. We had pizza. Do we have pizza? No soup, though. No soup. <laughs> That's where we went wrong. <laughs> but we had, like, a, a big, like, to-do for the last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, like, so when we joined the band, it was, like, you were already, like, four seasons in, because it had been on for fucking ever, and then it was just, oh, we'll fucking, we'll watch an episode, and, and then we finally caught up to the shit that was going on, right. and then it was just, like, oh... Oh, oh, it's like we got we got edged by the show. That's, that's what it, was. it was just like, do you like that? Do you like that? Uh, and then like fucking absolutely like kicking the nuts. Orgasm denial. <laughs> season six lost. Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. T- oh man. Flashbacks. Like somebody like, flash forwards. What the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> got blue ball. Wait, why are they not on the fucking operating. island anymore? Yeah. Like, I don't care that you're in a fucking metaphorical airport. Show me where the fuck the smoke monster came from. God damn it. Why is there a polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when the show came out. Like everyone was like, "Yeah, it's fucking crazy because it's a fucking tropical island. There's fucking polar bears." And I was like. This sounds like the stupidest Who do you shit talk ever. to? I've never heard anyone sound like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very specific. He's hanging out on Sesame Street. I a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with the nut- <laughs> Muppets a lot. <laughs> you were talking to him in the bathroom last night. I thought it was hey, a little zombie. strange. Hey, <laughs> zombie! <laughs> he takes any friend he can get. 
We all do, man. Man, Monster was on some coke. <laughs> animal, that's who I was thinking of. Animal, not Monster. <laughs> a lot of them were... You know, it was the 70s. Yeah. Man, there's actually a really interesting... There's <laughs> like a three or four yeah. part uh, series on YouTube where someone did like a deep dive into Jim Henson's career. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting seeing like the pre-Muffet stuff and they're like cussing and like killing each other and shit. It's really wow. interesting. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Wow. Have you ever gone down like the YouTube rabbit hole of like, this is a two-hour documentary on something I've never heard of before. Click. <laughs> yeah, I have been slightly obsessed with uh, those videos of abandoned places lately. Yes, I love that shit, man. They're I love the really uh, the abandoned amusement parks. Get me yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. I love oh, that's that cool. shit. Well, so it started because there when I lived in uh, I lived in Florida on Homestead Air Force Base growing up briefly, and uh, uh, there was a Hurricane Andrew like wiped it out, and we left, and that's how we came to Georgia. Right. Um, but uh, there was a water park there called uh, Atlantis Kingdom. Atlantis, the water kingdom. Like, Atlantis yeah. colon, the water kingdom. <laughs> and this place... Oh, <laughs> I was a, I was so, like, small that I couldn't get on all the rides, but my sisters could, and my parents were like, well, you know, like, there was one that, like, we'll come back, you'll whatever, but the place is gone. Like, right. it was destroyed, there's a Kmart parking lot there, and, like, you know, whatever, the Kmart's out of business. Like, it's that long gone. Wow. Uh, but I was trying to find videos of it, and I uh, ended up stumbling on videos of other abandoned amusement parks. Mm-hmm. And they're just the abandoned amazing. Disney ones I'll are always it, interesting. Because it's like, with the amount of money Disney has, it's like, the fact that they abandon parts of their parks and shit, it's just mm-hmm. like, why? It's like, I'm sure you can just wipe that out and put something new in. It's like, the the, right. the fact that there's still abandoned pieces on Disney parks, it's like, that that just seemed very strange and foreign to me. So being able to <clears throat> go Dude. in and see, people fly out drones and that shit. Dude, you gotta keep moving the body, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't let you find Walt Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like cryo cryogenic. Y'all think it's head frozen? Fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I could see, like, if I had enough money just freezing my own damn head when I died. Like, why not? I think the technology maybe. was there for when you died? I'm not saying it's going to work, but he might have thought it would work. I and mean, maybe shit, somebody yeah, can like figure a, it out at some point. It's know. like, when when did when the fuck did he die? When did Futurama come out? <laughs> Hold on, let's ask Matt Greenig if he knows about... Oh, I don't have any... Oh, it's on fucking airplane mode. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I mean, I'm just saying, like, they've had liquid nitrogen for a long fucking time. You know, they were yeah. like, oh, let's fucking fuck with cold shit. Let's put bodies uh, in there, huh? Let's smash them with hammers and shit. As long as it stays cold. I mean, yeah. really, there's some weird... I mean, you can... DNA is DNA. I mean, you could grow yeah. a whole new one of him now if you have a sample of his DNA that's frozen. You could grow, uh, like, a hum- humunculus of fucking Walt Disney. It wouldn't, be like, it wouldn't be like Walt Disney. It's not like his personality. It's Wilt Dorsney. <laughs> <laughs> Will doors me. Hey, you want to call my theme park? <laughs> Look at my Mookie Mouse. He fucks of... another mouse named Minnie. <laughs> Jesus. Where did we go wrong? And instead of Goofy, it's just sloth from the Goonies. Hey, you guys. It's just like, Gars. <laughs> Dude, cloning's fucking crazy, man. Like, it's a cool idea, but, like, yeah, you're. It's like if I were to clone you, it'd just be like a fucking human that looked like you. 
And it would still, like, go through, like, a gestation period. It wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to clone, like, 25-year-old Van. Oh! Van's not 25. But I'm totally 25. Let's start 24. that rumor. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's like, you wouldn't, like, have a clone that would be, like, a 40-year-old dude. Like, right. oh, it's in a fucking, like, little chamber. And, like, oh, there's a 40-year-old guy. But just that's even him better. Think about it. You could, you could take little Wilt... And show him everything that he's done. Little little you can show you him from a Walt to a Wilt. Right. So you could show Wilt as a sad piece of a Walt. Sorry. Go ahead. How many times have you said like, and I don't know when you started playing, but like for me, like I wish I had started playing guitar or singing at a much younger age. And yeah. if if you took the songs that I wrote now and showed them to me as a child, and then I got to learn them then, then I'd be like so much more advanced now, right? Yeah. So if you took little baby Wilt and you showed him the entire Disney like catalog, like everything past when he even died, when... shit's trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I get I'm what you're saying. saying. I get what you're saying. He already has a propensi- propensity because genetically speaking, I mean, like that's what yeah, he that's ended up doing on his own. So he'd probably be fall into it pretty easy, it right? Just feels right? So he'd be super. Well, well. see, I've often wondered about super that well. because it's like, how yeah. how much would you say that your upbringing is part of who you are? Oh, it's man, hard. nature that's versus like nurture, man. Shit, yeah. man. Exactly. So it's like, who knows that if, you know, little Wilt <laughs> would go through the same struggles that Walt did to yeah. get to the place that he is to create the empire, good or bad, whatever, just stating a fact that he has. So yeah. he's like, I own Star Wars. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> or be like, I own Star Wars. <laughs> We can't let him be president. <laughs> Hi, my name's Will Dordney, and I'm running for president of America. I'm in of the corporation, but okay. I'd probably vote for Will Dordney. <laughs> kind of funny. I like, think he already ran. Would you yeah. vote for Will? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> what does this become? I love it. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> so, soup and balls and lost and Disney and dude, love everything in between. <laughs> yeah. So we got buzzards. We got rip. And what else is going on in the musical world? Because I have a feeling you feel situation where you guys never sleep. Yeah. You're always working on something. I sleep a lot, actually. So well, you're a drummer I, too. I so. also do. Uh, <laughs> I I recently started working at uh, five two nine in East Atlanta Village. I uh, am their social media director. Excellent. Um, ben is in like nine hundred bands, uh, <laughs> including Sash the Bash, uh, Gas Hound. Um, mm-hmm. I know Phantom Electric. Phantom Electric. There's a ton. You're in that band? Yeah, I had no idea. F my <laughs> dude. That's pretty cool, man. Shit. Um, and then Chuck is just like. I don't do anything other than play. No, he's he's in the pinks, actually. Dude, I love the pinks. I didn't know uh, that. I, I actually didn't like... I've. It's one of those situations where I've just listened to it a lot, like on Spotify, and just yeah. hadn't actually done, wrote, the, did, done the cool thing of actually going to the page and looking at band memories. But holy shit, no, I really love the pinks. That's awesome. <laughs> he man. wrote all yeah, the songs. Uh, yeah, that's he's not a founding true. member. For the record, that is not true. I don't I'm want kidding. death threats. <laughs> he, he recently uh, joined the band. I was so, okay. Um, I think that's... I'm a good, they purchased a good him as a yeah. corporation. Well, okay. Well, I mean, we've been there. I'm, a, I'm my own business entity, and you know. Yes, yeah, you're an escort. 
But hey, congratulations. A sweet cool. Like I said, like I, I, no joke, I actually do seriously enjoy the band. I could pull up my playlist oh, we, and actually We're all it's fans of the Pinks, no, man. Cool. Uh, they're, they're amazing, and we're always, <laughs> you know, I've... Uh, I, I'm a big fan, man. I like them a lot. And I'm definitely a fan of those, those buzzards of, like, eagles of something or another's or that. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh, Some sort of bird theme weirdos. I always like how yeah, you guys wound up doing your videos, though, because uh, you actually wound up running out to the desert to shoot some video mm-hmm. and do we all did, that. Yeah. Tell me about that a little bit. What was that like? Uh, I was actually out there twice. Once with Sash, mm-hmm. and then uh, right back with uh, Van. Like the next it, week. Yeah. yeah Where was it? Um, so we went out to Joshua Tree, and um, yeah, it, it was really great. The second time that we went out, we had a really great host sort of both times. Um, the first time, I actually got to do a little photo shoot just like around the outside of Rancho de la Luna, which was cool and dear yeah. and close to my heart. Um, and we played Pappy and Harriet's, which was like a place I just like always wanted to go. And then the second time that we went back, um, we had some close family friends that are do some amazing stuff with like music production and arts. And um, uh, one of our friends is a professional clown, really, uh, which is awesome. That is um, awesome. They have a ranch out there, sort of near Joshua Tree in Flamingo Heights. Um, so we actually sort of had the inside like low down on like where to shoot and yeah, my yeah. friend just started like drove us like way out into the middle of a valley and we just had like everything it was like just us and, that's awesome some weird fire pit with a bunch of gun shells wow <laughs> uh, you were saying that kind of area is near and dear to your heart What what's always drawn you to all that uh the desert rock genre for sure right. all the bands that came out of that i think that's part of it but i think that place just draws the people that should be there anyway i, I don't know being there felt so it's an amazing spot man right like I, I highly recommend anybody to go and to also be like hella respectful of the place because it is a weird ecosystem out there oh absolutely and, you know but well, and you're right. It, it really is. I mean, more than the music, like ever since I was even when I was like a little kid. I don't know. What I, I mean, I like forests and mountains and stuff, but I was always like, these trees are in my way. Like this plant. There's something about shit. the desert. Like the desert. <laughs> sort of always been calling me. I really like wide open spaces and birds I like sand. Find a lot of uh, <laughs> solace in that comfort. Right. Born a bird, die a bird. Yeah. No, I think that's pretty interesting, though, because I can't say that I've ever really been drawn to a certain kind of region or area or anything like that, because, like, I lived some time in the city, I lived a lot of time in Gaffney, South Carolina, which is basically just like any other small, tiny town. The, the b- biggest thing you got there is a Walmart kind of shit, you know? So it's like, you know, people go to the Walmart and then go home. So it's like kind of going on both sides of it. And I hadn't really been through too much desert area. I've kind of gone through Texas some, San Antonio, just some, doing yeah, marching a band. Yeah, there. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I've kind of been in the air, but not experienced it, rather. It was like I was in the car looking at it through, you know, yeah, the yeah. way to the venue. So it's like I don't really consider that being there. It's like I saw it, but I haven't experienced it. so it's right. like i can't really say that any sort of certain area has really drawn me to that and that's why i was kind of interested on what has drawn you to like that so that's pretty interesting to me it was really a fantastic experience the people were obviously super cool right but, but uh just uh even the, the i don't know the air out there the, the we went to this uh the integratron 
which is the only perfectly acoustic wooden room in all of North America. Okay. Um, this guy built it, and I'm going to butcher this story, but essentially, like, he was by Giant Rock, which is a giant rock out there, and he was abducted by aliens, and they beamed the design for it into his head, and he built it, but it is perfectly acoustic uh, wooden room, and it's got these weird properties where if you're... Like, if I'm on line going through the building, mm-hmm. uh, and you're across from me on that same line, and I'm speaking to you, you don't hear me at all because of the way the cancellation works. But if you took one step to the left, it sounds like you're on a megaphone. Wow. And we were in there doing a sound bath. Um, it's like the crystal bowls with right. the mallets and whatever, and we're all just laying down. And it was... I... I don't believe in a lot of hippy-dippy stuff. It's supposed to be over these quartz lines or whatever. I've never slept so well in my life. Like, mm. that is the best I've slept in my whole life after after we did that. And it was out in the clown trailer uh, <laughs> in the desert. I could hear coyotes as I was drifting off. It was the coolest See, I think thing. that would be cool. I that was so, so cool, cool, man. It's a, And even though it was 100 degrees, it wasn't like 100 degrees in Georgia. Really? Because the humidity is just not there. So Right. Um, I was wearing uh, corduroy bell bottoms, like a marching band shirt, a buzzard mask, and a cloak. <laughs> Uh, and I felt more comfortable at 100 degrees there in the middle of the desert than I did when I got off the plane wearing shorts in Atlanta, and it was 70-something. Wow. (laughs) I was wearing pretty much exactly what I'm wearing today, which is just, like, black boots, black pearl snap shirt, Mm -hmm. black pants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, some of it is you want to, like, wear long sleeve stuff to keep the sun off, um, too. Um, Yeah, how how long did y'all wind up staying out there? The week? For the shoot. We were there, uh, I want to say, like, four days in total with buzzards, and I was there, like, a three-day, like, super quick turnaround with Sash, where... Right. Um, it was like I... The plane got in late, I picked up a rental car, like, drove straight out to the desert, got there at, like, 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> just driving, like, all night through, like, just pitch black darkness. Right. Until the cactus started looking bigger, and then I started seeing the like weird shapes of the Joshua trees, and I was like, "Oh, cool, I'm back." <laughs> I've been there a couple times in the past, sort of on desert pilgrimages. So, desert yeah. Mecca. <laughs> Have you ever done anything in the desert, Mikey? No, I've never been to a desert. Where's the furthest you've actually traveled? I recommend it. Uh, Sweden. That's pretty far. That's yeah, pretty far, that's man. pretty far. That's that's far. Dude. What was that like? It was awesome. Was it Swede? It was pretty sweet. <laughs> that was uh, bad. Yeah. That was bad. I liked it. These are the jokes, folks. Other than that, West Virginia or I was gonna say, tell us about Sweden. So it's like you, you were oh. like, oh, I've been to Sweden. <laughs> oh, and I've also been to West Virginia. Well, Man, this one time oh, well, I went man. to West Virginia. <laughs> let me tell you about that. We we talked about it for what West Virginia. Oh, we, sure, they, our, our folks know about that. West tell them about Virginia. Sweden. You haven't talked about Sweden yet. Sweden's cool. It's it's weird man like no one talks to each other in sweden like they're all super nice but like there's no interaction between people on the streets they just kind of go about their business and do their thing see i, I would be kind of cool with that i was cool with that it sounds and the, the coolest yeah. part is like the sun doesn't set until like three in the morning 
and even when it sets it's still not completely set so there's still a little bit of sunlight but then like six o'clock it's right back up Dang. Wow. or at least uh, the time so of year like we went far north like in yeah, alaska yeah, where yeah. it has those periods I wonder if you can see the aurora borealis from there super north yeah you can that's so dope i always wanted to see that for real. i'm guessing you just weren't there during the time of year where you could have seen it no i knew we you were there for like we were, a week it was just two, a right? school trip so it was stockholm and uh gothenburg so the two biggest yeah cities that's awesome gothenburg love, love <laughs> europe man europe's great Dude, it's so clean too man you wouldn't find trash on the streets anywhere really like that's beautiful super place what you wind up doing over there why am I having to pry this out of you? What, dude, it was a school trip, man. I couldn't like go see dude, shows. Dude, there were a million or... fucking photos and you're even at a record shop. I know your trip. I'm trying man, to get you to talk about shit. it. It'd be awesome if I could read like Swedish death metal bands, but I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. I was like, this looks cool. I don't know what it says, but oh, this one's got a dragon on it. Um, I don't know. The dragon Iron Maiden plays there good. a lot and I wanted to go see them, but no one else wanted to tag along. And I couldn't go by myself. That was some bullshit. What was the rule on that? At least two people had to go? Yeah. Oh. How was yeah. That seems dumb. It's like instead of losing what? one kid, let's lose two. Let's lose two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least he has hostile. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> if he gets abducted, at least he'll have a friend. <laughs> the buddy system failed us. No! <laughs> <laughs> so, how was the soup over there? <laughs> I don't think I had any soup. What did you eat over there? Uh, a bunch of fucking deli meats, a bunch of cheese, a lot of roasted stuff, man. We went to this one restaurant, and it's like a dungeon. Like They won't even let you pull your phone out. If you pull your phone out, they make you leave. And it's like you walk downstairs, and it's like... Like carved underground and uh, like sex they just kind of like with food, yeah, that kind of thing? Okay. oh yeah, oh nope, yeah. Nope, I, I can get down with that. Yeah, balls I mean, and soup yeah. every day. <laughs> and I got coconut soups on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. But I got like this huge fucking chunk of just roasted moose, and then it had wow. a knife through a roasted apple in that, and then just a bed of sauerkraut underneath. Oh, you mean like that, that sounds happy. awesome? It was yeah. fucking dope. The animal yeah. moose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You were thinking chocolate mousse. I was. Oh, oh no. I was, like, I was like, how do you roast the mousse? But they might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. I was thinking maybe it was like a torched. Oh, I got it. It was all about the horns. Mousse. Mousse horns. Sweet horns. I feel like I was missing something. You were like, tell them about the horns. Oh, I was just saying, because the, the type of mousse with horns. Like, oh, oh. I thought not you were like chocolate with horns. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. They're not called horns. They're called antlers. <laughs> Are they? It's not Our Sue, horns antlers. Stew and soup. <laughs> Two different things. Not fucking horns. So is the All right, so what's the square right, so or is one a trapezoid? Can you so at one po- like so, but at what point does a horn become an antler? Well, antlers are. I think a horn is like horns like point. a like yeah, a, but you can yeah, have horns, horn. right? But each one of those is a horn, right? But if yeah. it had like offshoot. Horns, then it'd be yeah, an antler. As soon as it becomes like, that yeah. branch. Oh, okay. Yeah. And allegedly, Mises have. So, what about the little <laughs> Mises. The pieces of <laughs> Mises? <laughs> Mises pieces. Mises pieces. Also known as feeder like horns. Yeah. That's what I feed the snake. Mises like, pieces. Are Mises pieces technically horns? Because they're the little, you know, if like the pieces of if the like pieces. the offshoot is the <laughs> right. offshoot of horn. I feel like, but the whole thing is. I don't know. We should ask antler. the internet. At I some think point. horns are also uh, more of 
a center. Like cin- cylindrical? Like, maybe? No, like a. It's not yeah. like a divergent. It's not like two. Right. Well, right? That's what horns you're saying, are center. Though, but, but you can have like two horns. Well, I don't know. Is a ram horns? horns? I mean, yeah. hell, even a rhino can Shit, have two man, horns. Shit, man, I don't know. Just right in the middle. I just know. No, tell me I more about horns. It seems like you know a lot about them. I, I want to hear more. Well, see, he's uh, a hornthologist. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know about your horn affinities. I'm into, into horticulture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, black horn hub, horn hub. So, do you watch Hornhub videos with like chair metal Look, playing man, in the background? <laughs> I don't need your fucking judgment here. I and mean, then you're like dipping your dip my balls in my soup, watching yeah. hornography, <laughs> and listening to my uh, death chair metal. You guys, I co cannot take this. <laughs> Are you not having a good time? I feel like we've gone over a flower. Was that a, was that a okay. coconut joke? It was a coconut flower joke that I parceled in and I pointed at my wrist, but I realized that no one can see that. <laughs> you saying we should wrap this up, sir? No, I, was... yeah, I want to go back to the desert, though. Like, How long, how long did you guys Me lay too. down in this room? Which room? The, oh, the square in, in, in yeah. Oh, so yeah. It was an hour-long session, and it's sort of this, like... Yeah, I guess I would call it a guided, semi-guided meditation. Yeah. So once you get it all started, everything is, uh, yeah, just sort of these huge quartz balls that are maybe about... Uh, <laughs> quartz balls. Sorry. That are, yeah, maybe about three feet in size or so. They're, they're, like, really very large. And they felt like they were, because of the nature of the room, it felt like they were piped over a PA. Sometimes they sounded like electric guitars or this and that. And, like, where you are in the room depends on how you hear it. Like, you could be sitting next to me and it might sound totally different. The guy's in one spot, but because of the properties of the room, it just changes. And what's even stranger is that you can hear each other breathing, but not, like, several times, like the dude said, if you fall asleep, if you start snoring, I have to kick you out. Like, because it's not just you, it's in your ear on the other side of the room, yeah, somebody snoring. I kept, like, like hitting bins because like I thought right he was snoring, in your but... Ear, you know? Um, it wasn't Ben. It was somebody on the other side of the room. It can mess with your yeah, yeah. proprioceptive senses and stuff. It was very strange, and you know, like closing Visual your eyes in there and listening was just yeah. almost a trip. Dude, you could have a hell of a trip in that room. Absolutely, you could. Well, you can really feel the vibrations. Absolutely, so, it's wild. you can like you know, he, they can time. hit different resonances <laughs> that hit different chakra points. So at one point, he it was like, I don't know what the note was, but. It was one that was just like nail in my throat, and it was just like tickling me. And I was like, "Stop it! <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! You're tickling me. <laughs> Try to meditate over here. You're tickling my insides." Calls <laughs> very doughboy moment. Oh, tickling my insight. Oh, oh shit! Quick, there's write it down. down. Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got it on audio. It's okay. Okay. Oh, uh, there you go. There we go. Boom, and then the audio file corrupts. <laughs> and all this gold is lost. If we haven't corrupted it, it's not going to corrupt itself. <laughs> <laughs> now we hadn't had that issue since episode 7 when the, we had a Halloween episode. And for some reason, that file was corrupt. Spooky! Like, did it? <laughs> Wait, so uh, what number are, are we going to be? 
think you guys are going to be episode... 42? No. I, I want to say 36. Oh, oh shit, though. perfect square, dog. Can you hold on to this till 45? <laughs> <laughs> hold on to this until 45. No, we are a weekly show, mofo, and we have been behind. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, you'll be episode 37. 37. Ooh. That's row. like 10 if you add it together. <laughs> I'm semi-disappointed in you guys. I threw out a great reference and you didn't get well, it. I think, I think we should just end the show. Oh, 37? 37? Mm-hmm. I said in a row. 37? <laughs> 37 dicks. Sorry, in a row? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you my brain's still open. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I was like, oh man, I can't. And so I was just like, as soon as I did that, it was like blank stares. I was like, oh no. Oh no! <laughs> We've lost him! <laughs> Not a Kevin Smith fan! We're done. <laughs> You're no longer my friend. I don't know. Those were I always enjoyed those uh, movies. Oh, absolutely. The cartoon was actually my favorite. Really? I think it's it does something do that the movies can't do. <laughs> Why are we walking like this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Just very self-aware. Them, them putting it out of order, but yeah, and then like Alec Baldwin added a lot to that, I think, mm. and. I know that's one of the few things that Kevin didn't really have a lot to do with, but he put all that in motion. Oh, of course. Um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what uh, Reboot looks like, Giant Silent Bob Reboot. I'm sure it'll be amazing. (laughs) You know, the last one, the one that he... Strike Back, that was the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. In that that universe, yeah. I I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great flick. Yeah, and and from what he's saying, it's going to be that movie again. It's like they find out that Hollywood's making a reboot of Jay and Silent of Blunt Man and Chronic, so they have to go back to Hollywood right. to stop the reboot. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's yeah. being very self-aware. He's like, yes, I'm making the same movie again, mm-hmm. but it's I don't care. I've got some good ideas for those, so who knows. Is there anything uh, kind of content-wise that you guys enjoy or that you're looking forward to coming out here soon? Because like, you don't really strike me as like the guys that go out to see the Marvel movies. No, I haven't seen it though. Star Marvel. Exactly. So I'll tell you, Star Wars doesn't really Ma- seem to be. Is an, is an Avenger? Why? Yeah. What are you avenging? I don't know. I just don't I see like, you guys uh, talk about that sort of stuff a lot, and and that's yeah. not abnormal for you know people just to not be interested in it. I think it, we've so. got our own little thing. I'm into like uh, horror movies, but okay. I, I like a very Trauma specific. Films. No, no. <laughs> I like a very specific like. Uh, it, they are cheesy right. movies, but I don't like trauma. It's like what? that walk so, in that line. There's no uh, toxic Avenger. Not that there's anything wrong with trauma films. No, it just fun. they kind of ick me out sometimes. Oh, like, yeah. it's so like, like the gore. I, I like the scare and I like the gore. I just like like poultry geist. God, yeah, the fun. scene on the toilet is not scary nor entertaining to it's me, just and horrifying. I'm good. It's you disgusting. Know. Right. No, everybody can do what they do, but uh, I like like the the Friday the Thirteenth series. Um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. super bummed about that whole lawsuit. Really? Um, the game was. I don't know if any of y'all played it. it was, I didn't get to play the game. I, I'm one of those dumb. I'm one of those weirdos that'll watch YouTubers and shit like that. So I've watched enough gameplay of it. I really, really. I don't play a whole lot of video games. I, I can't but, afford video games. Yeah. So I'll just be like, yeah. I heard it was cool. Let me see. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Save I, me fifty bucks. <laughs> I snagged it because it was, you know. I mean, it, it really is like you're in the movie. Either you're a Jason or you're a counselor. And at the beginning, when everybody was doing it and they kept coming out with new things, it was really scary and actually yeah. felt like you were involved in it. And then, you know, the lawsuit hit and they had to quit dropping new content. And then they, they have... What, what so sparked many... the lawsuit, even? So there's a copyright law that after 35 years, 
the original copyright holder can make a claim if they created the content. Right. So essentially, the guy who's been running uh, Sean Cunningham, who's been running that franchise for this and guided it, uh, he hired a guy to write the first screenplay, mm-hmm. and that guy is sued and said, "Well, I want it back." And they said, "Okay." And so they assigned everything, and because he created technically the names Jason Voorhees, even though Jason's not the villain in that. In that, for, you're right. Um, you know, the I was gonna say the Camp hockey Crystal mask wasn't even in and, the first so movie. So that's was where it? it gets really complicated right. because domestically they have the rights for things like the hockey mask, and but they can't say what camp it is. They can't say Voorhees at all. They can't say, but. And Friday the 13th, the name they can't use, but internationally, this law doesn't apply. Right. So internationally, they can keep doing whatever the fuck they want. So if they want to drop a new Friday the 13th every other week, internationally, they can, but domestically, we can't get anything until they come to an agreement. So so what crawled up that screenwriter's ass and was like, no. Well, what's crazy is that he was very anti-sequels and didn't want anything to do with it and felt like it should have been ended with his story. Okay. And um, so, why does he want to take ownership of the? Well, of course, money. But it's like, I don't know. That seems very odd. It's uh, I especially think, that he was granted. Well, it. N- now you get the chance to sue for it, and the judge right. said, "Well, you did come up with these characters, so how how is it fair?" And I mean, I think what what could have solved this is if he said, "Hey, I realize that you may be entitled to this by law." Let's reach a monetary settlement. Yeah, a royalty. All he wants is some money, man. Yeah. And, like, that's all you had to give him, and you could keep keep going with your baby, but you didn't want to give anybody any money. Well, it's so. that same thing with uh, Bill Finger, uh, with the whole Batman, Batman thing. Yeah. It's like, all, it, that's, that, all that family wanted was just a little bit of credit. And that's it's, all. Some people just want some credit. Hell, um, we, we're no strangers to that. <laughs> it's like, I think I think in the long run, I mean, it's like we know that, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, we can make a little scratch doing what we do, but it's like rock and roll, at the end of the day, is not going to pay the bills the way that it used to, at oh, least, it, you know? I think it can. I, I think that what really matters, and it was kind of what we were talking about earlier with Wilt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it matters. Good if, old Wilt. If you're passionate about something, um, then you're going to do it anyway. If it's a calling for you, then you have to do it. I would, at times, love to never have to do this again. <laughs> but I, I couldn't. Like, There's no way I could ever stop making music unless I was not physically capable of making music. It's just what I am right and I don't think anything like that's what I'm meant to do I feel like you'd still be making music even on a heart monitor yeah you'd be like Beep. slowing Beep. your heartbeat and speeding it up <laughs> we don't understand how he's doing that with his pulse but it's damn fine. he's got some good he rhythms music happen. hey wait a minute it looks no, like his friends are over there with a bowl of soup <laughs> You want to What's going on? <laughs> no, but I think uh, I think I think if you're passionate about something and you can't stop doing it, then finding a way to make a living at it is the next logical step. Right. Um, and you know, necessity is the mother of invention for mm-hmm. sure. And uh, that's why we're proud to introduce our build a bong warehouse. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm not on board with this. Adventure for buzzards. Yeah, uh, we figured we'd. Uh, <laughs> you got a daughter with a seven-year-old birthday, huh? So come come on down. You choose, your, you choose your base, then you choose your tube. Then you choose, I don't, I don't you choose know, your bowl. I don't know the parts. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's that's 
a fucking genius idea, though. <laughs> it really is. So, it hit, we were, I can't remember I'd where. Go. We were somewhere yesterday, and it hit me. And then Oh, the Billabong. That was uh, it. Billabong. Fucking... And then I was like, Billabong. And, <laughs> yeah. But that, it was already an idea somebody had that hasn't been executed. So I, Yeah, so whatever. It hasn't Fuck been it. executed. You execute it. Yeah. Two people like the sniper you are. Off with its head. That's always, that's always why I refer to ideas that I have. I'm like, I'm going to execute this idea because it's about to fucking crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> At least it got a blindfold. <laughs> idea guillotine. Idea guillotine? Oh. Hmm. I know that uh, we do have musicians that, you know, listen in and stuff. And, you know, kind of what you were saying is, you know, when you have that, you just have to do it. You know, kind of drive happens. It's like, I I definitely have that, too, because there have been times when, you know, we've gone through a drummer thing. You know, we didn't have a band. Uh, James and I, we used to start playing acoustic gigs because it's like we had to make music, period. So it's like, and, and you always have to, and even, you know, when we've got the full band, it's like you start trying to riff on a song and it's like nothing's really coming to you. What has been kind of the things that you've done maybe to pull yourself out of that kind of little rut? Because every creative person has it, whether it be in music, art, digital, you know, whatever. Hell, even with you, you're doing now social media marketing. You can still get burned out on that and go, God, what is, what's a new creative way to promote this show? You know, what's a new creative video I can make? You know, what's the new post? So it's like, is there any little thing that you can think of that kind of pulls you up and maybe... Is she inspired again? For me, I have a, a <laughs> I have a really good team around me. I, right. I think that um, I haven't had to go. Through, I mean, like we we all suffer losses. Um, I think any losses that I've had recently have actually been fairly good ones. Right. Uh, I think that you're always trying to move forward with whatever the project is. This is our thing, so it becomes very easy. And what we do is we put out what we're doing mm-hmm. so if i can if the three of us can be in a room then we can come up with some sort of content and it's very easy because we all work together so well and have right. for so long uh ben and i and chuck have been in and out of bands together for a decade i feel like oh my god yeah over a decade yeah. over a decade and these bands have often included other people and now they just don't i mean occasionally so right now i'm playing guitar and bass at the same time uh with the help of an abuy switch and a uh, octave pedal that's um, cool as hell sounds <laughs> weird uh but it, no, i fully understood everything he said though that's cool as hell though uh, I like but, that. but you know sometimes we have other people come play bass with us right. uh, and that's super nice because then i don't have to try and deal with you know um but uh at its core it's always the three of us you know doing something that comes very natural to us so i don't feel like i need a lot there with the social media it is just like uh constantly trying to keep up and also trying to for me it's it's about helping bands and um if if i can help them i have to know about them so it's all a great education for me because i get to check out a ton of music i wouldn't normally listen to if somebody books it i'm going to listen to it because i have to promote it right and once i can learn something about somebody um I don't know. I, I hope that I do people justice. I don't always have all the time in the world. And unfortunately, a lot of bands, if I, if I could put out a plea here, <laughs> uh, make your social media the same across the board. 
if it's uh, I, buzzards, we can't do it because the buzzards of fuzz doesn't fit in Twitter. But make it close, you know. Yeah. And if you have a name that's like ungoogleable, like maybe add band or your city or something behind it, so anybody can find it. Yeah, it, and, it's like if your if your band name is called you know Sticker Party. It's like, I guarantee you, there's a million websites called Sticker Party that make custom yeah, stickers I or have sticker boxes. Or Lemon out, Party? Like, it, your band's called Lemon Party? I, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, a band like Kiss now, yeah. I would oh have to have this God. conversation and be like, there's already 9 million Kiss bands. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to find you. And also, you know, like, you have to figure out a way to so like they would have to be knights inside of Satan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. They would right. have to spell it out that way because we'll never find them, you know. And but because they're so enormous that um but it is a it's all like a, a dance, man. I think that um I don't care about social media. I personally don't I wouldn't be on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of these things if it wasn't that I believed it's the best way to market not only my own music but the music of other people. Mm -hmm. I think that for there to be good art in the world, people have to know about it. And we yeah. now have a system that's just synapses. It's a collective conscious, you know, where we can shoot things out. Like memes are just ideas that someone plants and then they go, they sprout and everybody yeah. sees them and often no one gets credit. Um, and I guess you should credit people. I've, I've made that mistake uh, you know, not knowing who it was, and then right. you know, you added, you know. Oh, of course. Um, but it, it's, uh, I think that it's all meant to be expanding our intelligence, and if we can use it that way, we can expand the art and mm -hmm. help each other and make music that's worth recalling ten years from now. And 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 I one hundred. By the way, I. <laughs> uh, I fully agree with you, and I wish that there were more people that thought like you, because I feel that a lot of creatives think in that mindset, and we per I personally wouldn't have a Facebook if it wasn't for the exact same thing you just said, and that's, again, the reason for this show is we like bringing on our friends and giving them an extra platform just Absolutely. for them to chat, you know, it's like, it's all about, you know, spreading the love and getting everyone excited about the same stuff that makes us excited, which is really good music and awesome friends, and that's why I love this format, but... If more people understood that and saw the amount that the creatives do put into promoting it, I don't think they understand how much a like or a comment actually means. And it doesn't mean something to our ego. It doesn't, it's not like the likes mean something like, oh, yay, this got a hundred likes. That means people like it. Yay. You're basically telling us, hey, I see it. And when you do, hey, I see it, that means other people are going to see it because of the way the algorithm works, it's like if people just keep scrolling by and don't react to it, Facebook itself reads that as, okay, no one cares about this post. I'm going to stop showing it to people. Right. So when your friend puts out a band post, it's like hit like on it. Yeah. Just It's not for an ego. It's, it's literally to help us cheat this well, stupid system. Even if it was, you know, I don't, I don't know if it was y'all I saw posted. I saw somebody the other day. It was like a like the infinity glove thing mm -hmm. and it had like the different stones and oh, yeah, yeah. price tags but it was like making one song and it was like <laughs> $500 recording time you know like production mixing whatever rads mm -hmm. and then at the bottom it was like nine listens one share or something and, you know I've seen those yeah uh, and uh yeah you know it's uh, there's a lot of effort and uh you hope that what's good rises to the top but um I think you you endorse people by providing that that uh, that little, and, and it is kind of odd how we've gotten to that point. 
How it's just like just that one little tap means something. It's meow meow beans, man. Meow <laughs> 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 meow beans. It's meow meow beans. <laughs> Well, I actually feel like that's a pretty good way to kind of wrap this up. We had a bunch of really good laughs, and we ended it on something that's actually pretty damn meaningful. Yeah. You know, yeah. we kind of got down to the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wind up segmenting that, and it's just going to be Dude, part of the you intro. should get a mixing board. Balls, the balls, balls, balls. Lick mine, balls. You got some balls, Sue. Did you say about lick mine? What's Ligma? <laughs> what could that possibly be, my updog? Wait. Thank you guys so much for having us. No, dude, us. seriously, thank you for coming in. I've always wanted to... I've, since we started the show, it's like I've wanted to have you guys on, especially for the other interviews I've heard you do. I was like, oh, these guys are going to be fun. <laughs> we should. Sorry we it. broke your toilet. <laughs> I'll send you the bill. Don't worry about it. This has been the Something Good For You podcast. If you want to go follow us on social media, it is at Something GFY across all platforms. There you go. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. And if you want to give us a call on our hotline and leave us a voicemail, we are going to eventually bring that segment back. That phone number is... 513-463-7439 and you can call us leave us a voicemail message any time of day any time of night and we will play it on the show hey this is Alex and you're calling it right now <laughs> <laughs> this is really weird <laughs> so I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap up here since Cap is not here I guess I get to throw this to Mikey Mikey do you have an outro for us uh, yeah go put your balls in some soup Guess we're putting some balls in some soup, guys. <laughs> Decrease that sperm count.
This has been another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.